Welcome back to the Radiant Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Chapman. And this week, I have our COO, Kelly Nelson, joining us. Hey, Kelly. Hi. Excited to be here. Good morning. I would love for you to start by sharing a little bit about you, your story, how you got to Radiant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess it was summer of last year. I had a job in corporate America, and it was a great job, a great opportunity, um, but just wasn't what I wanted. And I I quit the job with nothing else lined up, kind of a leap of faith. And um, my passion was women's ministry and always has been. Um, I think my story has been one of um, God using my community of women to encourage me and help me walk through like the hardest seasons of my life. And I've just been able to see firsthand the impact of community and women walking alongside each other. And because of that, it's just given me a burning passion to offer that for other women. Um, so I knew I wanted to do something in the arena of women's ministry, but that's all I could tell you is what that would look like. Um, and then you, Kelsey, had talked to me about Radiant and the opportunity to come alongside you with that mission and that dream. And I, you know, that's all I needed to hear. And I was on board and it's been a roller coaster of the last six months. So exciting. And um, gosh, yeah, it's a dream, dream opportunity. Man. I, you guys, from the day I started dreaming up Radiant, I was like, if there's one person I want to walk alongside me, it's, it's Kelly. And I, I called her and I told her that, and she was still working, you know, her full-time job. And, you know, this is my dream thinking she'd come on board in, you know, a few years when I could pay her. And the day she called me to tell me, you know what, I'm quitting my job and I want to come on board now. Um, I cried, you know, and just to have someone who's so faithful um, to to this ministry and um, is incredible. I've I've never met someone like Kelly, so you know Kelly. I have the only good praises to sing about you. <laughs> Amazing. So what what are you doing in the Radiant community? Because a lot of people are listening, and we launched that last Tuesday, and it's been a really exciting week around here at Radiant. What is your heart for that? What is it? Could you explain that to everyone listening? Absolutely. So the Radiant community is, our our hope is that it offers a space for women all over the world um, to dive deeper in the Word together. Um, each week, we have three devotionals that will go live um, from myself, Kelsey, and then Phoebe, who you'll hear from um, as well. But um, yeah, so each week we'll have videos. And then our hope is, is that women can develop authentic relationships through this, that it's not just us speaking at women, but that it's just the start of a conversation. And we have a private Facebook group where we're all, where we all get to communicate with each other and ask hard questions and dive into some of the content in the scripture we spoke on. <laughs> but it's our hope that that women get to be encouraged. And I feel like this world throws so much at us um, in terms of content. It's coming through every medium possible. And it's all trying to tell you um, who you are or what you need to do to be successful or worthy. And I think it takes a lot of active effort to combat that. Um, And this is our hope to start doing that, to start um, filling ourselves with God's word and what he has to say about us as women and this thing called life. And I think, I think that's our hope is that we just get to do this together with women all over the world. Um, just creating this community where women uplift each other instead of competing and, um, 
and just God is the backbone to that. Yeah, it's so fun. It's truly a dream to get to do this alongside you and Phoebe and to really um, walk with women in a deeper way. I um, know that for all of us, it's felt super vulnerable putting ourselves out there. You know, you guys might log into the Radiant community and think it's easy breezy, but for us, you know, coming up with the lessons was the easy part. Getting on video and filming it was a different ball game. How did that um, challenge you, Kel? And, you know, what was it like between video one and video four for you? Because I think people listening have their own own creative endeavors and might be encouraged to know that we all feel vulnerable. It's, it's nerve-wracking to put yourself out there with a new um, project. Oh, gosh, yes. I mean, even coming into this podcast interview, it made me nervous. Um, if one of those, if you really knew me moments is if you really knew me, I hide from cameras, any form of attention, I go the opposite direction. Um, so these videos, as you mentioned, are a huge challenge for me. Um, I remember after I posted the first one, you know, it was just during the day, went to bed, woke up that morning. And my first thought was go delete that video. Um, so yes, it's, it's nerve wracking. And, um, I think that's one of the things I'm most excited about is that it's completely out of my comfort zone. Um, it's not something I would be doing, uh, if I didn't feel the Lord leading us in this direction and affirming this and saying, this is what people need. And sure, my delivery might not be, um, excellent in the beginning, but it's authentic. And I think that's what God is trying to do with this portal is that it's authentic women being real. And sometimes that's not easy. Um, and we might fail on our own accord, but with God, he is making this into something. And my first video to the fourth one, I could already feel a difference. And it's not that, um, I all of a sudden woke up with these great speaking skills or something. I think it's just God slowly changing my heart in it and not worrying about how I look or my delivery, but really like that I'm sharing truth and getting the opportunity to share truth with women all over the world. So I think what's shifting is my heart and my, um, I guess my priorities in it and what I'm really wanting to deliver to women. And I don't want them to look at this and think, wow, she looks perfect. She sounds perfect. I want to be like her because that's not accurate. Um, so I think when they look at this, I want them to, to see God and see the scripture and the truth and me not to be a distraction for that. So I guess my encouragement is that um, God is going to be with you in whatever creative endeavor you go on and he'll mold your heart as you're stretching out of your comfort zone and help you get through it at least in four videos, it has been the case for me. So we'll see. Yeah, I think it'll continue to become more natural and easier. But I think it's super important to embrace that um, tension period of time where it's really uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for me as well. And um, starting anything new always feels vulnerable. Uh, but I think it's so worth it. I think the best things come out of that. Yeah, I think I heard recently, um, if you're Dreams can be achieved with you alone. They're not big enough. Um, and that 
this is one of those dreams and radiant is one of those dreams where it's a big dream. And I think that's beautiful because it gives space for God to work and for him to be glorified in it because it's not within our own means to do this. And for, for me, that's recording videos. Um, my personality that that that's kind of worst case scenario for me. Um, so it's cool for me to get to see God showing up in those, in those moments. Absolutely. I, I'm so excited with what we've got going on over there. And, you know, for everyone listening, we'd love for you to be a part of it. It is, it is such an honor to do this with you guys and to um, really go deeper together and just to build community amongst each other. I think it's going to be a really exciting year ahead. Kelly, so, you know, New Beginnings was our theme of the month in January. And I think, you know, looking back at 2016, it felt like one big new beginning for both of us. Uh, we we took a lot of risk um, and we we did a lot, all leaning on God, but it was terrifying. What do you say to those um, who are going to take a leap of faith like that? Because I'm sure a lot of you guys don't know, but Kelly had a really great job. And, you know, she has a master's degree in business. Um, She's a rock star. She's a really smart girl. And she graduated grad school, worked in corporate America for a year, and then took a leap of faith to really pursue her dreams and come alongside me here at Radiant and, and build a dream together with God. Like, I couldn't do this without her. Um, but she sacrificed a lot for this. And what do you have to say for those who are listening and they're scared? Because it, I'm sure it didn't look like the, um, you know, cookie cutter um, best route when you, you know, have this degree that can earn you a really good living to quit and do ministry at a startup. <laughs> yeah, well, when you put it that way, what was I thinking, right? Um, no, I think... And I'll be honest, there are still days where you wake up and it's stressful and you're like, man, you know, did I make the right decision? Is this going to be okay? And I think, I think that's okay um, to have those fears. It's, it's honest. Um, So I wouldn't say it was this easy walk in the park and don't want to lead anyone to believe that. But um, I do know for me, it's where I felt God calling me. And at the end of the day, if, if that's the case for you, it's that peace that comes from knowing he's not going to leave my side. And like you said, our, our videos this month were surrounded on the topic of new beginnings. And um, one of my videos specifically, I, I spoke on failure and how um, the Lord uses those situations to grow us and stretch us and prep us for the next attempt or the next situation where those skills are useful But all that to say, I think this whole season has just forced me, to be honest, uh, to lean on God more. And it's been such a great experience for me because, like you said before, I had a comfortable job. um, And if I wanted to, I could lead myself to believe that I've got this taken care of. I don't need any help. Um, In this last, well, last six months, I... I haven't been able to say that. And while these leaps of faith are scary, they're just that. They're leaps of faith, and God rewards that and honors that. And so while it's been scary, I don't think I've ever felt closer to the Lord 
And I've never been reminded on such a constant basis that he's there and he's providing and he's working. So yeah, my, my comfort and myself sustaining me might not be there. Um, but that wasn't even accurate to begin with. Um, it really is the Lord that's sustaining us through life. So in these moments, I think the gift is that we get to be that much more aware that it's God that's providing. Um, and that would be my encouragement as well. It's scary. You've got a God that doesn't leave your side that you can lean on. And um, I know that's been true for me on a day-to-day basis. I've been reminded of that. And I think that's what keeps all of us going at Radiant is that he's being glorified in this work and he's, he's going to remain faithful to us in it. Yeah. How do you um, most often hear from God? Do you hear him by having peace? And, you know, I know for me personally, like when I have a peace that truly does like surpass understanding, you know, there are a lot of days here at Radiant where we're thinking like, you know, we, we are putting our heart and soul into something that doesn't necessarily love us back in the sense that it's not, it doesn't, you know, earn us a full-time living. We, we have to have income from other sources at this point in time. You know, how do you um, hear God and feel that peace when, you know, things don't look how they should? And how do you know what next step to take? Because I think people always have that question of like, well, how do you hear God? You know, I don't, I don't hear his audible voice. You know, I think it's really important to affirm our listeners that he speaks to us each in different ways. So I'd love to share how you hear from God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would be one of those people that had that question um, all the time. I didn't become a Christian until I was in college and people would say, oh, God spoke to me or told me to do this. And I'd be like, what, you know, what's his phone number? Why am I not hearing things? Um, <clears throat> so I get that question. Um for me, it is a peace and just this sense of knowing um, when I um, spend time with the Lord in Scripture or, um, gosh, even in just conversations with people, there's something I've been worried about, um, and God just affirms me with this sense of peace. Like this week, I was um, it was the day after our videos launched. I was working from a coffee shop in Nashville, um, and I had a friend that got uh, a membership and she texted me saying, oh my gosh, I loved it. My time with Jesus this morning was so sweet. Uh, thank you. And I'm responding back to her and it's um, a really sweet moment for me. This is the first time in my life I think I've stepped out in a way that I can be supported by friends in this way. And getting their um, encouragement has been just a really sweet thing. And so I'm responding to her just very touched um, especially because that day in particular, I'm really nervous. We launched something new and I'm like, is this, is this going to be successful? Are people going to like this? They're all watching me speak right now. That's scary. Um, and so just to have that encouragement. And so I respond to her, hit send. I hear Kelly and I look up and it's her standing right in front of me. And, um, And we don't see each other often at all. And it was just this moment where I knew God was affirming me. And she'd said these kind words about the portal, just how much she enjoyed it. And um, I knew in my stress that was God affirming me and saying, hey, you've got this. We've got this. You know, let's do it. So it's just this moment when I can feel the peace and love of God just affirming whatever the situation is um, through people or scripture. 
But um, yeah, it's definitely not this audible sound that sometimes we wish it was. But I just know the more um, I heard this at a conference one time, it was this idea if this kid got lost in a grocery store and he never met his mother and she was calling his name, he wouldn't, he wouldn't hear it because he didn't know her voice. Um, and the same is true for us. If we're not spending any time with the Lord, it's harder to hear his voice. And that's true for me. I know when the more I spend time with him and the more I look to him in situations, the easier it is for me to see him communicating with me throughout the day. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really important to just open up that discussion because I think, you know, when you're the one person with that question, and in reality, you're not the one person, a lot more, a lot more people have the question too. They're just not asking it. Um, You know, everyone's wondering, but how do they hear God? I'm not hearing anything right now. Um, And I think, I think you're absolutely right in the sense that you get so much more familiar with it, the more you step out and trust him. And, you know, like when you have testimonies of hearing his voice in the past um, and knowing that he took care of you on a, on a risky move or a leap of faith, you're that much more comfortable trusting him the next time because you know, he's never let you down. I'd say my whole year looked like that, you know, Weeks where, mm-hmm. you know, I have a slow month with my my business, which pretty much supports Radiant at this point in time, you know, it are the weeks that I can be scared or like, is this going to work out? But, you know, I'm able to look back over this past year at God's faithfulness and know that he has never let me down. Um And then before this past year, it was something different. You know, he'd never let me down in this capacity. It's really amazing to look back at those very scary moments and see his faithfulness and know, like, you know what? I've got this. I might be terrified, but I can do it. Oh, definitely. And I think it's easy. Like, I think we all, if we sit down, can list so many ways God's provided and shown up in the past. But that doesn't stop any of us the next day for forgetting it all and freaking out. And so I think it's human nature to do that. And my encouragement would be, we all do that. We all forget God's provision and panic in the moment. And I think that's why it's so good to actively remind yourself to even make a list of those times he's shown up and be like, look, he's going to do it again. And sometimes we have to give ourselves those pep talks, but but he does. He does. He does show up, and he does provide for us. And yeah, he he is just so good, and I'm so excited to see you know how he continues in his faithfulness in the year ahead. And and guys, we love hearing your testimonies. Like, send us an email. We would love to hear um, about how he has, you know, come through for you in your life. Um, I know that there have also been seasons where I don't feel God as much. Um, and he's still been faithful in those seasons. You know, he's always there. I, I would really love to hear, you know, what you guys have to say, your testimonies of him moving in your life. Um, but Kel, I would love you touched on a little bit. You weren't a Christian until you were in college. How did that happen? Tell, tell us all about your story. Um, 
growing up, how you got to a place in college where you decided, like, I want to know God? Yeah. um, I think if you would have asked me in high school if I was a Christian, I probably would have said yes, but it would have been because I thought that was the answer I should have given. Um, I had no relationship with Jesus or even known, would have known what that meant. And I think for me, it started my freshman year of college. It was one of those um, times where I, I just kind of felt empty and like there had to be something more. On paper, everything was going well. I have a, a family that loves me. I'm in school. I like school. <laughs> um, friends are great, blah, blah, blah. Um, but just something felt empty and I, I felt a lack of purpose. Um, and I think it was a friend that asked me to go to church with her and I did. And that just kind of sparked a thought. Um like, man, there are people out there that believe <laughs> this is all about something else. Um, and honestly, I think it was a slow thing for me that it was just in the back of my mind. And I transferred to a new school my sophomore year, um, Middle Tennessee State University, go Blue Raiders. Um, and that's where I met Kelsey and a whole group of people that were involved with a ministry called Young Life. Um, and I think that was my first time that I'd been surrounded by uh community of well Christians really and it was a a tangible difference in their joy and the way they loved people and the purpose they felt in life and I think it was in that moment that I I I understood what it was about and I understood who Jesus was through these people um and yeah it was it was that year my sophomore year in high school where I gave my life to Christ and um and started the journey of understanding what that decision meant and who he was. And it was the sweet season where he surrounded me with community. And this is also the reason I'm so passionate about community is that we we got to fall in love with the Lord together and see who who he was, what his character was, and and also got to see it represented in our human relationships as well. Um, yeah. And so I got involved in the ministry Young Life. And um, and really, that's what's given me my passion for ministry. It's just the joy it it brings and getting to share something like larger than life with people and getting to tell them how loved they are, how worthy they are. Um, my favorite uh, Christmas song is Oh Holy Night. There's a line in it where it says, um, till he appeared and their soul felt its worth. And when I Finally, you know, you hear songs all the time and don't pay attention to the lyrics. And it was this year when I really thought about that. And that sums up what I felt when I became a Christian. It was like I understood my purpose and my worth um, in a whole new light. Um, Yeah, and it's been a fun adventure since then. (laughs) I love that. I love that line, too. I mean, it's it's really beautiful because when, when that light bulb moment comes on and you feel worthy and valued and loved, I mean, that's a game changer. I think that would be like kind of a core value behind the Radiant community, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. You guys, I mean, when you meet Phoebe too, you'll just know. I mean, she's incredible. Kelly's incredible. These two girls really care about you. I really care about you. So we you know, are, are really excited. We're, I think we're all pretty big softies. So you'll, you'll see <laughs> that our, we really do value you feeling whole and worthy and loved because that's what God thinks about you. And that would be, you know, a primary goal is to instill 
the truth of who you are and your identity into you and to the women who are a part of this community. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think all of us have experienced that transform, transforming moment when we just understood how the Lord saw us, not to say we don't struggle still, but there is a peace and a freedom that comes from understanding who you are in Christ. And I think that's all of our motivating push and radiant is that we want every woman to know that. And um, I had so many uh, self-esteem, self-hate issues um, I was working through in college. And, um, and there is just so much freedom that comes from knowing your worth in Christ and not caring about a weight on a scale or what people think of you or your title at work. Um, and that's what we want so badly for every, every woman is to know how loved she is and how valuable she is and to not, to not have to lean on those things to try and find your worth. Cause obviously we know that leads to striving and you just always get let down. And so I think that's our passion is to help, to help every woman see how beautiful and loved she is. Absolutely. I'm really excited for, you know, the transformative love we'll see in in the Radiant community and how God works in each of our lives. Even us who are recording the videos, like it's an honor to hear your stories and get to know you guys. So I, I'm really, really excited. Um, what would you say, and Hannah and I talked about this a few episodes back, but what would you say the role Young Life has played on how you see ministry and how how we do it here at Radiant. Because if you guys don't know, a lot of us on the Radiant team have a background in Young Life. And we had Young Life leaders of our own who loved us at our messiest parts of life in high school. And then we went on to um, become leaders in college and loved these crazy girls that um, changed our lives. And so... Yeah, what would you have to say and how that shapes your view of ministry and building relationships and um, impacting people? Yeah, I think it's had a huge impact on the way I see ministry. Young Life really believes in relational ministry, and sometimes that uh, that takes time um, to build those friendships first and, and love the person where they're at. Um, dealing with high school girls so often, um, they might not— know Jesus or may say they do, but not really know what that looks like either, especially for us um, being in the South. It's uh, everyone loves Jesus, right? But um, (laughs) I think it has taught me um, through experience to just genuinely love someone where they're at, whether that is accepting um, Jesus as their Savior or not. Um, And to just really value them as a person because, because they are valuable. And I think it's really made you made me want to get to know people and walk life with them. It's not this quick fix and someone we're not coming from a place of just wanting to preach the gospel and go stand on the side of the street with a picket fence or anything. We really want to know your heart and really, these are such cheesy Christian phrases I'm saying, but, um, really wanting to have a relationship with you. I guess that's the whole point is that it really is about community and it really is about relationships and it really is about accepting someone where they're at and just letting that be the start of the journey. And wherever that is, is great. Um, we're all going to learn and grow from it. And like you said, it's not, it's not us doing all of the teaching. I've learned so much from 
my young life girls. Um, and the same is true with the radiant community. It's not us doing the teaching. It's a, it's a relationship, which means it goes both ways. And we're both like learning and growing and being um, transformed by each other. And I think that's how radiant, I mean, how young life has impacted radiant is that we really believe in relationships and we really believe in growing together wherever our relationship starts. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. I, I love Young Life and will forever attribute um, that style of ministry and teaching me how to love people um, because I was loved at my most fragile, messiest season of life. My Young Life leader was a very stable figure for me um, and an incredible mentor and just loved me when it felt like, you know, everything else was really unstructured and messy um, when I was in high school. And then, you know, the girls that I went on to mentor, you know, it's, it wasn't just me mentoring them. I learned so much about loving people. Some of those girls became my best friends. They're like my sister. So I think in any relationship, um, it shouldn't be viewed as like, what can I teach them? Like, I think we can learn from anyone. And, and I think Young Life has really shaped me in, in having that viewpoint. They do a killer job of um, relational ministry. And I think that's what we're about here at Radiant. I, we're not interested in just uh, teaching from an unt- untouchable standpoint. We're interested in relationship. Kel, what? I, oh, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say absolutely. There's never a, a time where we feel like we've arrived somewhere. This is just... A journey we want to take with, you know, every every woman we could, you know, and that everyone has so much to offer in a relationship. And that's what we're so excited about is that we get to learn and grow from from the people in this community as well. Yeah. What would you say about servant leadership? It's, it's a topic I talk a lot about with, you know, my church community this year. I see my pastors do that. And I see you do that so incredibly well. You serve your heart out with nothing in return. But I think it's such a picture of how Jesus did ministry. You know, he washed his disciples' feet. Um, What is that? Why is servant ministry important to you? Um, You're really interested in serving. You're really great at serving the community around you and asking nothing in return. And I think Jesus loved like that. And I would just love to honor you for for your service to those around you in your heart and asking nothing in return. Like you truly are amazing at that. But how does that, how do we implement that in a ministry like Radiant um, in serving our columnists and serving our readers and serving our viewers? Um, and how could someone incorporate that in their own ministry? Yeah, well, thank you. This is an encouraging um encouraging conversation but i think i think it's leading by example i have been served um so well by my community that it inspires you to do the same um i think there's so many examples i could point out right now of someone serving a friend and then later seeing that friend do that for someone else um the way you're loved and the way you're treated by the people around you really does shape you and i think i've been blessed by so many people around me that loves me so well. And I've seen firsthand what it's like to receive that, um, that gift of someone serving you that it kind of just pours out of you. And 
And when you do that, like when you get the opportunity to serve someone else, um, it, it's such a sweet moment. It's a gift that you get to, to be there to help someone. And, um, I don't, you know, you don't even think about it when you're doing it because you just, I don't know, you just love doing it. Um, if you, yeah. And it, you really do get rewarded doing it by the, by the love and relationships that are formed through that kind of, um, leadership. And I think if you, you know, as at Radiant, I think we want to lead from that way. Um, and I think it inspires everyone we work with to want to do the same thing. And the same is true for them. You know, um, we've got an incredible group of women at Radiant, um, that are all just passionate about the mission. And when you get someone on board that, that truly believes in what you're working on, um, you're willing to give your all for that mission because you believe in it. Um, and yeah, I think that's a gift we have here at Radiant. I think it's really incredible because I, I see this at church a lot in the sense of, you know, the people who do the behind the scenes work and ask for nothing in return are actually the, per- the people that are um, often put in roles of leadership because they were faithful when they went unnoticed. And I think um, that's a huge core value of ours here at Radiant because, you know, I feel like in this day and age, everyone wants a platform. Um, Maybe not everyone. Like, you know, if you're like Kelly, you don't want to be on camera or video or, you know, but at the same time, like a lot of people want a platform and it's incredible to see the people who serve um, so faithfully behind the scenes because, that's the, the people, those are the people that you want to put a spotlight on and share with the world and say, like, look at this incredible human being. I, you know, I've been so transformed by seeing women come alongside us at Radiant and say, how can I serve these women? This isn't about me. Um, and that I think is a huge core. I could cry talking about it just because it's such a huge core value of ours. It's not about, having a column or having a platform. It's, it's truly about serving the women who come here each and every day. And so I just honor you for all of all that you've put into this to make that happen. Cause we really couldn't do it without you. I, I'm mm-hmm. amazed by your ability to love and to lead. I think you're an incredible leader. Oh, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I really do believe it's because of, um, the people that surround you like you um, and all the other women in my life that God's placed there. Um, gosh, when you're loved so well, all you want to do is help other people feel that, that same love. And I think that's what we're about at Radiant. So what would your advice be to women starting out, whether they're starting a business, a ministry? I know here our culture is a little bit of a mix, you know, Radiant is super ministry minded, but we have to function like a business and, um, you know, the ropes in both worlds, you have a background in ministry, but you have an MBA. Um, and I think it's really easy to get caught up in all the heart of a ministry, but reality wise, it does take structure and, um, thank God you're here. I need you. (laughs) Um, what would your advice be to someone who wants to start something? Oh gosh. Um, man, that's a good question. I would say, I would say believe in yourself. I think it's so easy for us to to put our to-do lists on paper. We'll have these long meetings where we're brainstorming future sessions. Um, 
or future steps for Radiant. And it gets so overwhelming and it looks like this mountain and how are you going to get over it? But um, I would say just start wherever you're at and whatever starting means for you. If it's research, if it's meeting with people that have paved the road before you and asking for advice and, you know, whatever starting is for you, maybe you're a little bit farther along than that and it means launching a new product. Um, I think we have fear of failure and perfectionism that tends to stand in the way of acting. Um, and I know that's true for me. I tend to lean towards the perfectionist side and sometimes I want everything figured out and everything aligned perfectly before I present it to anyone. And, you know, I think that that really holds any dreamer back. Um, I think my advice would be to seek God in all of it and then just start, um, baby steps and you might fail. And I want to encourage you that that's okay. I think we failed so many times here at Radiant and I think we're just learning from every, everything we do is making the next launch or the next step easier. Um, and so I would just encourage you to, to, to step out whatever, if it's fear or perfectionism that, that kind of stifles you to try and to try and move past that, put something out there and then, and then you'll learn and grow from it. And over time it will, it will shape into what it's supposed to be. Um, but I think, I think the risks stop most people from even pursuing that dream. And I would want to encourage you to just chase the dream, um, and not let, not let those two things stop you. Yeah. Just do it. You can't get anywhere Mm -hmm. without doing something initially. So it may not be perfect. We have released a lot of imperfect things in the world. And every every once in a while, we get an email saying, did you notice this really didn't work with that? And it's like, thank you so much. At least we tried. <laughs> so, you know, we are the first to say we have released some imperfect things in the world, but at least we did something, you know, at least we got it out there. And I used to be way more of a perfectionist than I am now. But I realized like nothing is ever going to be tweaked to perfection um, enough to be comfortable with putting it out there, release it, and then make adjustments as needed. It's okay. We all are on a learning curve. <laughs> yeah, you can't get anywhere if you don't start. And that's cheesy but true. So yeah, whatever it is for you, just start. Um, and it is like totally scary. We understand that. Um, but it all is also so exciting to see how you stretch and grow in those, um, new, new beginnings. Kel, as people are listening, um, I think it's so important for women to have a mentor and I would love, you know, as I think about who's Kelly's mentor in her life, I would love for you to touch on and honor your mom, because I think, I think she's been such, gosh, why am I crying? Um, (laughs) such a cheerleader for Radiant. Oh, yes. Um, I have been gifted with the greatest mom ever. Um, She, whatever my new interest is, she is like 100% in. I might decide I want to fish, which no, I don't. But let's say that was the case. I tell my mom and within an hour, she is an expert on the topic. She's researched everything. Um. Gosh, she already bought the fishing pole for me. Um, so whatever, just it's so sweet to have someone be behind you 100%. And whatever you 
whatever I'm interested in or whatever I, I want to do next, my mom is all in. She's right there with me. She's already got the gear and she's ready to go. And I think that's so true with Radiant. Um, quitting a secure job um, to start something risky, a lot of parents might say, you know, what are you doing? Are you sure you want to do that? Um, and my mom was all in. She said, oh, this is great. Um, sh- sharing every Facebook post, you know, whatever my mom can do to support me, she's 200% behind me. And that is so encouraging to have someone you love and look up to say, you can do this. This is, this is great. You know, let's see where this adventure takes you. And I've just been so lucky to have someone support me so well in everything I do. Yeah. And I, I highlight that to say, like, you may not have a supportive family or supportive friends, but find someone to champion you because as you can see, it's really moving. I'm sitting here crying about Monica. We know you're listening, Monica. We love you. Um, And my mom too, man, I think we have some superstar moms who just support us and believe in us when we make the most non-conventional moves in life. Um, And you may not have that in a family member or a friendship, but find someone to champion you because it really is all the difference in the world. Just having that one person, you know, believes in you. Um, And for us, I think that's definitely both of our moms. Um, But Find that mentor. Find someone who pours into you, who believes in you at all costs, even when someone else might think you're crazy. And then be someone else's champion. Like believe in the people around you Um, because when you're able to celebrate and champion others, I promise um, you'll find that in your own life, in your own home team. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that, Kel, because your mom is just inspiring and I think truly our biggest fangirl. I'm her biggest fangirl. Um, I want to be Monica when I grow up. Um, so, um, as we leave here, um, where can everyone find you? I have a feeling I know one place they can find you. Yes. Radiant community. And you can find it at radiantcommunity.org. Um, we would love for you to walk alongside us in this. Um, and I guess on Instagram, you can find me at Kelly M. Nelson. Um, Yeah, I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, she is golden, y'all. You definitely want to hear her teachings at Radiant Community. She is just truly one of the most amazing human beings I know. And before I start crying again, I'm going to stop there because I just want to share Kelly Nelson with the world because she's a superstar. So you're so kind. We should do this every week. (laughs) (laughs) We are honored to uh, get to walk alongside you and would love to extend an invitation for you guys to join us in the Radiant community. Until next week. Bye, Kel. Bye. I am so glad you guys got to meet Kelly. I just think the world of her and I'm so thankful for her role here at Radiant. As always, you can find us at our new membership site, radiantcommunity.org where we would love for you to join us in our discipleship community you can find us at radiantmagazine.org or on all social media platforms radiant magazine if you love the song from this episode it was by kayla who you can find on itunes and produced by christian sager until next week want to hear something amazing discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn extra cash Come on, how amazing is that? 
In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. The final countdown has begun. Whatever you do, don't miss the end of year clearance this weekend at Levin's. Save up to 60% on closeout special buys and doorbusters. Plus, get an extra 15% off all sale merchandise and take up to 60 months to pay. Save 308 on our Wilmington Sofa Chase. Now 891 with extra discounts. Plus, get the 100th anniversary hybrid mattress. Now only 398. The final countdown. Now at Levin Furniture and Mattress.